right. What up, y'all? It's your boy Iggy coming from the podcast. I got a new little setup. Finally got some shit working, so it's going to get me on the move. But I'm introducing it today uh, for Mental Health Monday. Hope you're having a good week. Obviously, it's Mental Health Monday. Um, Started the week as usual as it's been all year. But I told you I was going to try to get some people on, some guests on uh, to talk about, you know, just talk. You know what I mean? Talk shit out. Do Mental Health Monday with other people. I know y'all get tired of talking to me or hearing me. Might not get tired of hearing me. Maybe you don't. But if you do, I have somebody else this time. Okay. All right. Anyways. Um, but first, make sure y'all um, subscribe, share, like, comment. Iggy's Live, my podcast on everywhere. If you're new to the podcast, I'm Iggy. Um, and yeah, I've been doing Mental Health Monday every Monday this year. Discussing different mental health topics and um, practices. And so it's been great, um, but it's time to open that community up. And uh, I'm going to do that today. So I have a homie of mine who's nervous, so y'all give her a little slack, you know what I mean? Not everybody can be as cool as me on the mic. <laughs> but nah, nah, this is cool people. I'm happy she's finally on. She's been on me about coming on. And uh, so I today, I actually thought of it today. I wasn't going to, I didn't tell her till like an hour ago, but I, I thought of it earlier today. But I haven't her so I'll let her introduce herself and we'll get it going. What up, what up? My name's Erin. What up, Erin? What's up? <laughs> How are you today? I'm good, you know. You good? Hey, it's Mental Health Monday now. Don't be talking about I'm good. If you got, you know. You, you know, I was about to say typ- typical Monday. Typical but, Monday. Yeah. All right. I feel you because we actually work at the same place, so the Monday she had was similar to mine. Although I do a little bit more work than her, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes you feel better. <laughs> I'm just playing. She's great. She's a great coworker. Not for real. Great teammate. Um, yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, are you from the area? This is a Chattanooga-based podcast, so, you know, we get to talk about chat, North Georgia area, and all the other places you've been, so give us that spiel. Yeah, so um, I was born in Chattanooga, but I didn't grow up in Chattanooga. I moved around, and then... Um, in high school, I actually graduated in North Georgia, so and then moved again. So I've been in the city on and off throughout my life. A little bit of everywhere. A little bit of everywhere. Yeah. Where else have you been? Uh, all over Tennessee, okay. Memphis, Nashville, all over Georgia. Yeah. Texas, Maryland, South Carolina. Damn. Yeah. So all the uh, South. Yeah. What's the best place in the South? You, been. you mean like South, like Tennessee, Georgia, or just? I mean, because you can't really Texas counts. As, they try to count themselves as the South. I, I don't really think so, but that is. Yeah, you're gonna get beat up. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is probably the best place. I was in Dallas, and I loved it there. A lot to do, just like a a variety of food and just shopping. Yeah. Just all kinds of stuff. Man, you know, bringing up Dallas right now is a little traumatic. 
Speaking of my tough Monday, this is off topic, but uh, my favorite, one of my favorite boxers this past weekend got his ass whooped <laughs> in, a, in a very storied and historic fight. I've never seen him look like this in his entire time I've been watching him. Earl Spence, I love you, brother. But that was a bad L to take for us all because I feel like I took that L with you. He's from Dallas, so you bringing him up is like, Damn, I was trying to get, you know, that's been a rough weekend about that. So, mental health. But, you know, I'll bring this up about that, and I'll get off of it because it ain't really got nothing to do with what we're talking about. But it does in a way. When he took the loss, one of the cool things that was about the at the fight was, like, I'm talking about this is an embarrassing loss. You know, everybody was expecting him to make it a close fight, and he got whooped. <clears throat> and so, like, afterward – it was kind of cool to see, like, not that it was cool to lose, but it was cool to see so much support he had, especially from all the black men in his corner. He had, like, the trainer, his dad, his homies, and they all, they hear him on the mic saying, like, you know, you're all right. They pat him on his chest and shit, like, walking him back to the training room, to the doctors, make sure he was straight. And they was all surrounding him and giving him love. So I, I, I wanted to highlight that because you don't really get to see that a lot. And it's a, it's been a lot of jokes about him getting his ass whooped, which, you know, that comes with the territory, but. I kind of want to highlight that because that was powerful to see. And I hope he um, he comes back stronger, man, and, and get it going. But we get off of that. I just want to hit that real quick because it, it did have to do with mental health. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you was in your feelings. I was in my feelings, one. okay? <laughs> I was. I still am, okay? That was a lot. That's that's a bad loss. As a sports fan, that's, that's my toughest loss. I sat here and watched him get his ass whooped for seven rounds. Wait, they ended in the nine rounds, I think, or seven rounds. <clears throat> Either way, it was tough to watch. But All right, so you say you've been all over the place. What do you think that that kind of, like, traveling um, kind of did to you as far as growing up and, like, feeling like you're – like, did you ever feel like you could, like, feel settled, feel trusting around people, or you felt like you was going to have to go or leave? Um like, how do you feel like that affected affected you? Um, at the time, you know, I didn't really think of it much. But now, as an adult, like, I feel like it did play a major role in, like, attachment. Like, now I'm afraid to let myself get too attached to somebody because I just got so used to, like, uh, we'll live here for a little bit, and then we'll pick up and leave. So there's no point in, like, getting too close. And then also, like, being the new girl in school all the time and, like, not feeling accepted because a lot of places that you go, like, everybody's grown up together and stuff. So when somebody new comes in, you know, you don't feel, like, you don't feel accepted like, like you're one of them. So um, it was hard. But, and I feel like it, it does, like, play a role in who I am today. Um, and then sometimes I feel like when I do really, like, vibe with somebody, then I have, like, it's weird. Like, I have an attachment issue. So, like, it, it goes, like, both ways. I'm either too detached or I'm too attached. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's, um, I can identify with that. I wouldn't say too detached. My mind is, I over-attach. So, yeah. like, my trauma is, like, you know what I mean? Like, trying to keep people, like, you know what I mean? Like, want them to like me and don't let them leave. 
where it's like, I guess that's a hard balance between the, you know, once you are finally opening up to somebody, learning how to balance that where you're not too attached. Um, but I think a lot of things we learn in life teaches us to be that way. So we have to unlearn some things to be that way. You know what I mean? <clears throat> right. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I mean, I didn't really travel like you. I did change schools, but my surroundings was a little different when I was changing schools, but I can't imagine having to go to different cities and do that. You know what I mean? I never had to change cities when I moved different schools. It was just a different environment in the city I was in. So if I had my friends from my old school, I could still go kick it with them or I could still like keep up with what they're doing. Whereas like if I was to move to Baltimore from Chattanooga to then like Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like you, how you, you are literally recreating a whole surrounding for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. Yeah. You know, I'm already kind of like a, I, I'm not antisocial, but you know, I'm just kind of like, I'm not introverted, but I'm not super extroverted either. Mm-hmm. So like trying to like build those relationships with like completely new people like that. That's tough when you're not, like, already just this, mm. like, you know. How did you learn to get over, not get over that, you're probably still dealing with it, but how did you learn how to work through that, I guess I should say? I don't think I ever really, like, worked through it. Um, <laughs> I think my issue was that I would find a boyfriend and just, like, latch to him, and yeah. that would be my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you were boy crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know I got you know. It's good to have somebody else on mental health because I can actually be silly. It's hard to be silly with myself, uh, <laughs> especially when I'm like, I suck. I'm pouring my soul to you. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, no, yeah. I mean, you know, that's interesting that you say that because I feel like not even in. I feel like. So why do you feel like? Why do you feel like you? Um, because I, I don't want to speak to that unless you say something about how. Why do you feel like that was the way you attached? Like you found a guy who wanted in a relationship, and that's how you started to. Why do you feel like that's where you went? Well, let me go back. Like I, I grew up with a brother. That's all I had was an older brother. We're thirteen months apart, so. Um, I was always like around the boys outside, like. You know, so I was always more comfortable around males. Yeah. Um, And then I think, so partly that, and then maybe the attention I was seeking as, like, from females is for friendship I wasn't getting, so I would seek attention for males. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Why why do you think you weren't getting attention from from women? You think it was because you hung out with males? It could be. It it could be. Yeah. But it, the thing is, like, I wouldn't really, like, I would just keep to myself. And, yeah. Damn, why we got to go here? I'm sorry. This I mean. Is, hey, this is Mattel Listen, Monday. I'm not fucking ugly. You know that. Okay. So. I, I never said that, but okay. <laughs> I don't, don't want to sound, like, you know, conceited or anything, but yeah. I was always cute. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, like, so when when you're cute, like. Girls are mean, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and that never fucking stops. Yeah, Sadly, yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. 
Yeah. But especially in high school, middle school, high school, girls are mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely have seen that Yeah. in my day. Haven't experienced it. Actually, I have experienced girls being mean, but not in that kind of way. In that light, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the easiest attachment, especially if you like, I don't know. Especially if you like, for me, uh, I don't know if it like my my attachment style comes from my mom with that, uh, like and my dad too, because, uh, you know, that's like a subconscious wound, but it comes definitely comes from my mom as far as like wanting to be liked, <clears throat> and I didn't realize that I necessarily had a relationship attachment until later in life, but. I think in each phase of my, all the way from, I mean, I, I technically, which, you know, this is kind of crazy to say, but my first girlfriend was in elementary school. I was a player back then, okay? Kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I was, I was doing it up. I thought I had my prime in my, in my back, back when I was like seven and eight, like in my 20s, I was like, damn, I had my prime in my eight. Man, I was getting, man, I was macking back then. I'm 20, I can't get shit. Uh. Little did I know. But anyways, <clears throat> no, like, uh, so it's easier. I think my, like, each phase of my life I've had a a girlfriend or, like, somebody that I wanted to be my girlfriend or somebody that I liked. There's never been a phase where I was just, like, just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's never been a phase where it's, like, I didn't have anybody that I was seeking after or, you know, was in a relationship with until, you know, now really. Uh, so, um, and I, I, I think that comes from my mom. You know, I, I, uh, we were, it was just me and her until I was like three. And I didn't realize that, you know what I mean? Until I got older, but you know, when you are, um, in that situation, you might pick up some of that, you know what I mean? Some of those wounds you don't even realize. So, um, I can see that, being something easier when you're trying to find new friends and in your situation, girls don't, you know, give you a hard time or don't like you or bullying you. And it's easier to hang out with guys because they like you and you're attractive. You know what I mean? <clears throat> right. So it's easier to be like in that area. Um, but you do kind of have to look at that and see why. You know what I'm saying? Why yeah. is it a consistent thing? I, yeah, and I, I can totally, like, relate to, like, what you said. Like, I, up until now, and I can't sit here and lie and say, like, I have not been seeking, like, connection with anybody. But, like, up until now, this is the first time, like, I have been single. Like, mm -hmm. single, single. Other than that, like, in my past, it would go from relationship, when that one ended, like, right into yeah, another one. Like, it was never any time to, like get to know me, like, heal me, what, mm -hmm. you know, really, like, dig into me and yeah. learn to love myself. Yeah. So. Uh, now that you are single, what are you doing to learn yourself and love yourself? Um, damn. I think just, like, it just accepting me. Okay. For who I am, like, you know, I've got flaws just like anybody else, but, um, 
you know, women struggle with things differently than men, obviously. In what way? Like physical appearance. um, Damn. You don't think men physically? I mean, men too. Okay, let me not say that. Okay. In what ways? I'm going to ask you this. Like, do you think, because when we say physical appearance, which is going to get a little crazy, but. When we say physical appearance, I'm just going to challenge that because I feel like, you know, it's not too often I get to talk to women about shit. But <laughs> when you say physical appearance, a lot of times, like, we obviously looking at looks, face, you know, body attributes for women, ass, titties. Right. You know what I'm saying? Body shape, lips, all that. But when it's men, there's certain physiques women like or want out of a man physically. You're you know right. what I'm saying? And... I think, you know, a lot of times men can see some of those physical attributes as a self-conscious thing. You know, a lot of that sexually or, sec- you know, within that realm. <clears throat> yeah. Or like, you know, if I wouldn't say men necessarily weight. It doesn't really play as much on men as women. But for sure, I know some men that are self-conscious about their weight around women. You know what I mean? They big. <clears throat> so it makes them self-conscious. Those are, those are the show up the same in a lot of ways so i i have to speak to my men's mental health on that a little bit because you know what i mean i know some men that probably deal with that and it's not really um commercialized it's not really talked about as much you know what i'm saying or if it is it's like in a joking way or even when they like advertise ed medication you know what i'm saying it's not it's not really serious you know what i mean it's not like in a serious way it's more like in a joking way or does your women want you to, you know what I mean? Like it's like about that. It's not necessarily about um, his self, you know, his self or how he feels about himself or whatever. So anyways, I want to go into that tangent, but I just want to say no, you, You're right. I'm not discriminatory when it comes to uh, like, yeah, 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 you know, sure. genders. Like, you know, that's, that shit goes both ways. But um, not, not even so much that because it, it's really not that. Like I have my things about myself that – I don't particularly care for it. I wish I could change. But I think a lot of my, like, not loving myself comes from past relationships, you know, mm-hmm. trauma, abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah That yeah. has just, like, diminished my self-worth. Yeah. So it's like learning to build that back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think I've done. I've done a good job. Like, I, you know, I'm... I, can like honestly say like for once in my life like i love me yeah do i love me all the way you know no i i feel like there's still things i need to work on but like i love me though yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i mean loving you doesn't mean you don't have more work to do you know what i'm saying i think a lot of times um and even when you like that definition for loving yourself i think a lot of times umbrellas like you love yourself completely and there's sometimes there's like and i've been talking about this on the podcast like accountability falls into that so sometimes if you're loving yourself and you lose that accountability of some things you got to work on that's you know part of loving yourself is also having accountability on getting better you know what i mean so yeah i think sometimes i get lost and i think a lot of times when you get to loving yourself and healing like oh i'm healed or I'm healing. It's supposed to be like you've gotten rid of all your problems. Nothing's wrong with you anymore. Like, no, nah, healing is you're going to be healing the rest of your life. You know right. what I'm saying? There's certain things that 
you're going to have forever. You just got to fight through. Uh, <clears throat> life is a cycle. So I think uh, as it's like these mental health things start becoming um, more commercialized and shit like that, then it loses some of the the value, you know what I'm saying? Or like what it's what it's really about. So uh yeah, I think we gotta we gotta definitely I'm glad you said that because uh that's good to hear. Like as you're loving yourself, you're also learning. I still got shit to work on. Right, and you're right though, like just because like I'm I'm still working on myself, you're right, you made a point, like you'll never be done working on yourself. Like, you know, we're constantly, we constantly should be working on ourselves. There's always like somewhere we could do better somewhere, some way we could elevate, you know, Mm. but like there's some more serious issues, I guess that I've needed to work on that I've worked on and yeah, you know, but I want to continue every day to be a better person, a better mother, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, so motherhood. Uh, I I don't really talk about motherhood, mental health a lot, especially on here. You know what I'm saying? Because it's mostly just me, and I'm a dad. I'm not a mother, so uh, mental health in that realm, I feel like it's not really talked about as much as it should be. To be honest with you, uh, a mother's mental health. Um. How is how is your health how is your mental health there as far as like where you feel you are as a mother? Okay. <laughs> well, you know you know what I'm going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um you know, I know that I'm a good mom, mm-hmm. you know. But just like any mother, none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, but um I feel like this is a touchy subject. Why did you have to go here? I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> hey, it's one time Monday. You should hear me on here. I didn't damn <laughs> spill my soul to y'all, my man. Shit, this what? is a this is a real touchy subject for you, for me, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't um, have to go crazy. Just yeah. just speak to just speak to you know, you know. I, But I feel like as as mothers, like. You know, we're expected to do all these things and still be like this great, you know, happy, whatever fucking person. But at the end of the day, that's not reality. Like, Mm. uh, you know, a lot of us, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, work full time. Like, you may not, you may be a single mother. Like, you got to come home and cook, clean, whatever. And like, you know, so we tend to lose our patience easy or just like we don't have help or just time to ourselves and like that's important so that begins to like to wear on your on your mental as a person because all you know you are a mother but aside from that you still are your own person so you know like you still have your needs too and so sometimes it's hard to separate the two and that can Make some of us mothers go a little cray cray. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel uh, mothers are expected more. They receive more. 
but they expected more. So um, I, 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 I respect that. You know what I mean? I respect mothers. Y'all know how I feel about that. But uh, yeah, you don't really get to hear. Uh, I mean, I think you do. You do get to hear the some mental health, but you don't really get to hear it as much as in a reality aspect. And I think um, you make some good points as far as like the expectation of being happy all the time or up all the time and expected to carry such a load sometimes works, but also keep household up uh, and whatever else is expected of you, especially if you're single mom and doing it by yourself. So um, it's not talked about enough, I don't think. And, uh, you know, I know that's a, a touchy subject for you. I know you, you got a, a lot going on in that realm, but I appreciate you even speaking to it because, uh, you know, that's the reality. Not, you know, every mother has a different situation. Even like the Stepford mom that's got the perfect house, rich husband, you know, they got shit going on. I won't speak to it, but I have a personal friend of mine who's kind of in that situation. You know, she's got a whole shit, but they have their problems. You know what I'm saying? She's got to take on such of a load that. It wears on her, you know what I mean? So it's not every every situation has kind of got its own realm as far as that goes. And I think every, you know, even dads, it, well, dads that care about it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they have that too, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't really have a specific topic for today for mental health. It's just going to be more of a I know, discussion. you just kind of just fucking... Yeah, more of a discussion. I, I mean, slid this in on me. I did. I, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> you doing good? What are you talking about? So this is her first time on a podcast. She, she was wanting to get on, talking hella shit to me, talking about she's supposed to be getting on the podcast. The stars are aligned. She showed me these daggum. You supposed to memes. give me a heads up though. Taurus means you know what I'm saying. I, well, look, look. This says I'm gonna be on a podcast. Okay. So I just thought that's what you wanted. I, you know? I walk in the door and he's like, yeah, "We're doing a podcast." I'm, like, I'm thinking we're gonna be on camera, and I was like, Hold "That's up. how we roll. That's how we roll." Matter of fact, I might do all y'all like this. Whoever I pull up to next, I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, I'm about to pull up," or "Hey, pull up." Let's kick it, and I'm gonna have a podcast. You know, set up I, for you. that might be better though, because I feel like when you like sit and think, okay, like what should I say? You, don't, you know, you, like I, listen, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I, I tr- trust me, especially with people that don't want, like, are nervous about it. It's better just to hit it, right? Than having them think about it. But I, I'm on to go anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's how I roll. So. Everybody might get hit like that. It might be on some, hey, pull up to the spot, and I had a podcast shit set up for you. You got to be ready to go. Wow. And I'm, I'm listen, I asked some, I, I ask some hard questions. You know what I'm saying? I asked some hard questions. So whoever's up next, just know. I'm always up for the challenge, so. All right, she All say right. that, but you ain't see, y'all ain't see her before we started. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good little episode. Nice little cut. You know what I mean? Happy Mental Health Monday to y'all. Um, hope y'all have a good week. Um, let's see. Do I have any new updates to give y'all yet? I'm working on 
working on getting to YouTube. So I'm setting that up. So be on the lookout. We will be doing visuals for that. Erin, if she is, I'll let her know. But I don't think she's going to be on these these visuals. Excuse me? Yeah, this is it. I better be. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't for that. This is for something else. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, I'm setting up for that YouTube series coming out soon. Let's see what else I got going. Hip-Hop uh, Summit's coming up in October. I'll be around for that. I don't know if y'all saw who's coming for that, but we got some heavy hitters coming. Dame Dash is pulling up. Lil Russell. Who else? Let's see. Um, Casey Graham's coming back. Hit Kid, producer Hit Kid. Uh, I'm trying to have to look at the list, but yeah, there's some heavy hitters coming, man. Y'all got to pull up, and there's still more people to be announced, so who knows who's going to pull up outside of that, you know what I mean? Um, oh, I know, but I ain't going to tell y'all. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let's see, what else is going on? Man, we're closing, we're going to, getting into August. August is tomorrow, so it's the eighth month of the year. That means we're closing out the year, which is fucking crazy. Already, right? Already. What happened in the summer? It uh, it burned down. It, it was hot as fuck, so nobody went outside. So now it's like, you know, damn, I can't even enjoy it for real because it was hot as fuck. When <laughs> uh, not, yeah, summer did go. This this year has gone by crazy fast. Uh, so I hope y'all really taking your day to days. You know what I mean? Enjoy taking each day because time's flying. And uh, embrace each day. This this month was probably my best month of the year, though. So I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I had a lot of shit happen this month. With me as a dad, personally, as a dad, with the podcast, with life, you know. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been a good month. Hopefully, it continues into August. Hopefully, Erin has a good month. She's got a pretty big month coming up, so I hope she has a good month this month too. Putting that on the podcast and the airwaves. Putting it into the universe. Putting it into the universe and the airwaves. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. We'll close it out. Make sure y'all follow, um, subscribe, and, yeah, play this one. I'll see y'all next Monday. I'll have a plan this time. This one was good for not having a plan, in my opinion. I'm pretty, you know, this is what I do, though. It's nothing. I appreciate you, even though you surprised me. I think you did very great. I think you did very great. Thank you. So don't worry about it. You're going to be a star after this. <laughs> People are going to be like, who is Erin? Oh, she's cool. Let me go follow her. I thought you was trying to turn up on Facebook. You told me you was trying to content create. I, I am. I'm trying to do a little something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> trying to help you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. See y'all. Peace.